Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate your patience, but this playoffs has been moving right along here. We are coming to the end of the road. We are now at the beginning of the NBA Finals. We have the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. Man, that's crazy because we were just in Denver a year ago um, last weekend. Absolutely. Um, but first things first, this is O Brother the Podcast, and I'm, of course, your host, Coop. And I'm your co-host, Big O. Man, let's get right into it, man. Miami Heat. If if so, shout out to any any one of our more faithful fan base. If you've been listening to our pod, if you've been liking, subscribing, if you've been listening to us, we I said this in the last episode or maybe two episodes yeah. ago, pertaining to Miami specifically, how they are not your traditional AC. How you need to put some respect on their name. And I have to give you some applause, brother, because you definitely thank you, man. We're calling it from the beginning that, that this Heat team is definitely legit. They were going to give some people some goals. I'll let you go ahead and harp on those. Guys. Yeah, not only yes, I said they was, was going to give people people go. Not only have they. Giving people go, they are four games away from the from winning an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Eric Sprocher it has no LeBron on his team, but he does have Michael Jordan's long lost son, obviously, <laughs> Hemi Butler. In Hemi Butler, okay. <laughs> um, Jimmy has been nothing short of spectacular. Miami as a team has been nothing short of spectacular. I was actually talking with my friend Tom earlier today about how I just feel like if you look at the Heat's roster. If you're somebody that that strictly looks at rosters and numbers, the Heat should never have been this far. Mm-mm. They should not have been this far. But one thing that they do not factor into these stat lines is hustle, is heart, and is determination. Mm-hmm. And that is what these Heat players have been on since game one. Caleb Martin has turned into damn near Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Like, he's literally been a legit number two to Jimmy Butler's number one. And with no Tyler Hero, like, I mean, you got to give him credit. First round, they bounce Giannis. Giannis and them boys. Although Giannis didn't miss two games in that series, but we still, I still think that he could win six or seven games. Whether he plays or not, I still think that series goes to Miami. Right. Um, Second round, they faced a very tough Knicks team. Yeah. Jalen Brunson was going crazy. Shout yeah. out Jalen, but but we all knew the Knicks would know. We already knew. We already knew. Yeah, and, sh- and shout out the Knicks for overachieving because I didn't have them going into the second round of the playoffs. So shout them out for overachieving, n- knocking off the Cavs, who I thought was the far better team. So shout them out for that. And then and and then um, NBA Eastern Eastern Conference Championship, you have the Celtics, and they go up three zero immediately. Mm-hmm. You know they almost hey they were this close to being extremely embarrassed. But all in all, they did what they were supposed to do. They have they they went through everybody they needed to go through. So I think if Jimmy Butler can get it done, right. this might be the most toughest road to a ring we've seen since Dirk. I might have to agree with you there because he we we were coming into this playoff saying that Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia were an obvious top three team. Obviously. And to go through two of the top three to get to the finals and then to go ahead and beat uh, the number one seed in the West, which would be the Nuggets this year. 
like you said, the most improbable probably playoff run from the first team to come from the playing tournament since we've had it in the Miami Heat. But this is not your conventional AFC though. These this team has uh, they were they were injured and um, injury riddled throughout the course of the season. They and to start the playoffs, they to start lost the playoff. second. Yeah, like you said, they lost Tyler Hero. They yeah. they lost Victor Oladipo throughout the course of the season. They lost a key, a bunch of key guys who were playing playing solid minutes. But they you know they have a Gabe Vincent. They have have a, a Caleb Martin. They have, you know, a Duncan Robinson, a, a guy that, that wasn't playing significant minutes coming into yeah. this playoffs that you can rely on and now can fill in. And what's crazy is a lot of these guys went undrafted. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they really getting it out the mud. So I just think all of them are playing with incredible chips on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's hard for um, other teams to come into games right. and say, okay, obviously we need we need to game plan for Jimmy Butler, mm-hmm. but we don't know who the hell is going to cook next. But like you said, hustle, heart, and determination, it was a big factor for these guys. And plus you have a Hall of Fame coach in Eric Spolster Absolutely. putting it all together. Putting, he's showing you he can be a winner, and he shows you that he's being an excellent coach without those big-time big time superstars. Yep. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out Eric Spolster. I think as far as X's and O's, he's probably the best coach in the league right now. I'd have to agree. I think uh, so. Outside of maybe a Greg Popovich that's, um, you know, lacking talent on his team probably. Greg Popovich, he's an all-time great. But I don't think Greg Popovich is a top three coach all-time only because as soon as Tim Duncan left, this man hasn't had a real winning winning record since. But they, they haven't had real talent since. <sighs> Have they not? Keldon, Keldon Johnson. Keldon, Keldon Johnson, and then they had Brett Forbes. They had Forbes. Like, come on, bro. That was, <laughs> DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray was all right. Okay, but he didn't really start thriving until he got into Atlanta. Why is that, though? I don't know. Why but he is was that? Still a, he was still a guy. For somebody to, I mean, again. He wasn't the guy. He was a guy. You know what I'm saying? He was a guy. Yeah, no. Nah, I respect that. But, yeah, nah. Like I said, Spolstra, I think he's the best coach in the league right now, I think. And again, as far as the offense and scoring goes, I think Denver is going to have fits. Why? Because you can shut down Jimmy Butler, but there's no... Well, I mean, Caleb Martin has kind of made himself the second scorer, but Gabe Vincent dropped 30 in that right. series. Duncan Robinson went crazy mm-hmm. a couple games in that series, like hitting four, five, three. So it's on any on on any given night, anybody... Bam out of bio be having random-ass triple-doubles and shit. Yeah. 20-point triple-doubles. Like... You don't know from an offensive perspective who is going to do what. And I think that that type of imbalance puts so much pressure mm-hmm. on defenses. And you can see it in the Boston series. Like, they didn't know who the fuck to check. Right. They didn't know who to check. Because it was like, bro, game three, Gabe Vincent, 30. Game four, Caleb Martin, 26. Like, and also the zone defense really threw them for Threw them the hell off. Like, yeah. they couldn't find the short corner. They couldn't penetrate for whatever reason. It was it's like, bam, can't hang out in the paint, bro. Drive the basketball. They, it felt like Missoula just didn't know how to, to, to combat that zone. And then, like they said on, like, TNT, like, you know, Charles Barkley, just stupid basketball because it's just you're just jacking up three. You're not making any at a professional. And that's level. the that's the issue. Because no we know the Celtics to, to put up a well, no, we know Jason Tatum specifically to put, yeah, up, to a put up a lot of threes. But this series, the Celtics have been jacking them up like at yeah. some point they're gonna fall, and they just did not fall. Last two games, they were like 15 for like 70, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Like around that number, like less than 30%. I, I think it it was, was I think it was less than it was that. atrocious. And shout out Tatum for still playing throughout the whole game, even though he 
rolled the hell out of his ankle the, f- the first play of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He still thugged it out or whatever. I think, man, man, what do you think the Celtics should do about this superstar tandem? Because I'm glad you they asked. both made All-NBA. They're both, I believe, top 10 players. Whoa. Brown? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I believe Jalen Brown is a top 10 player. He was this year. At least he was this year. year. Which is which is which was his contract year he balled out. Mm-hmm. Do you see them continuing to stay the course? No. Or do you feel like Jalen is going to, going to greener pastures? I think the obvious choice is just, just to give him bread and let it ride. But this team is a couple pieces, I think a couple pieces away from being the dominant Boston team that we ultimately thought they were. They need a center who's a consistent shot blocker, defender, and that can stretch the floor a little bit. They have that, but they have it in two guys. They have it in Robert Williams and Al Horford. They need those skill sets in one guy, and I feel like that needs to be the starter. Um, Williams is an adequate backup. Uh, you got a lot of money invested in Horford. And Tatum right now, but he's going to be eligible for three hundred million after next season. Mm. So here's what you do: you got to find a sign and trade. I don't think you can afford to pay six hundred million dollars between Tatum and Brown in the next coming seasons. You sign and trade. You get pieces and picks back. You may not go back to the finals the following season, but maybe twenty four and I'm sorry, twenty five and twenty six. Tatum, you know, obviously has that experience under his belt. The pieces come together. They congeal. Missoula finds his adjustments, maybe. Then you find another finals run. They need a point guard. They need a big man that can block shots on a consistent basis, but also can stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. And they need a little more. They need a little bit more shooting coming off that bench. So there's there, there's a little bit of holes in the, in this roster, but obviously I think they could get coached up and, and and be a little bit better. But I think you, you can rely on Tatum being that guy. Um, but they need another dominant score, obviously, because you're giving up Brown, so you're going to need a piece back. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get that secondary score along with, um, you know, the pieces that could go around it, this could be a more well-rounded team. So I don't necessarily agree with you when you say that they need more shooting from their bench specifically because they have the sixth man of the year who was on the bench that right. was giving him give, – But unfortunately, he got hurt. No, no, he got, yeah. he got hurt at, at the wrong time, but mm-hmm. as far as throughout the season – they were loaded. Yeah, he did. Bench. He did hoop. I give him they, that. You got Peyton Pritchard, mm-hmm. who can easily go for 20, and it is a great shooter. And you also have Sam Hauser. So I believe that they they have a deep enough bench. I think my question is, do y'all have a – I think what you said earlier about they need a point guard. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. Marcus Smart is not a point guard. And they and I think they thought Brogdon was going to be that guy, but he's more of a scorer than he is a facilitator. He's more of a scorer and, and – and, and I think uh, Smart is more of a defender than he is a than than he is a facilitator. But he's shown us like he's had games with six, eight, ten plus assists. He's like, shown us that that's fine. But he's not the guy. He's to do not. It. He's not a. He's not a facilitator yeah. though. Like, like I was talking to Tom the other day, and I was saying I was telling him, um, Kyle Lowry is so important for the Heat. Oh, for sure. He doesn't put up big buckets, but the way he facilitates mm-hmm. and. And slows and speeds up the tempo of the game. Uh-huh. That's a true and, point guard. Yeah, and that's also the veteran one. presence and the locker room presence that they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they need all of that. So again, I just feel like they definitely need to go out and get a solid point guard so that Marcus Smart can rely solely on defending, defending and just getting those threes up. And, and three and D. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think I, I really feel like the whole starting five is just 
playing playing is I'm sorry is not playing their correct position, right? Marcus Smart is not a true point guard. Yeah. Um. Who who even runs the two? Um. Is that Jalen? Yeah, I mean it's Tatum really, but he's a three kind of. Tatum running the two, Jalen running the three. It's four, yeah, and then there's Horford's running the five. four, five, yeah, and then who is who's actually running the five? Williams. Also, oh, so Horford and Williams start. I think so. I, th- I could have sworn Williams came out the. No, 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 no. Williams come out the bench, so it's Horford and they, no Forbes. Is it? Is this, I'm sorry, White. Oh, Derek White. Yeah, Derek White. Derek White. Yeah, yeah. Derek White. So and and Derek White is another basically hybrid one two mm. kind of player yeah. or whatever. So they need a pure point guard. They need a pure point guard. Nobody's. I mean, I know we're kind of veering away from true positions. Mm-hmm. I feel like how the NBA has gone, people, I think, pride themselves on wanting to play multiple positions. So I think that's lessen the value of the actual position. Like, okay, this is a center. This is a powerful. Especially since Steph Curry happened. Since Steph Curry happened. Everybody coming in the league has to be a shooter, right? In some capacity, some, some form or fashion. So yeah. you've lost that traditional center. You've lost even some of the traditional attributes of a power forward. You've lost, yeah. But still, I think in order to be successful, I think they need they need a true point to really run the show and not be worried about taking shots or none of that. Just facilitate and and, and change dish. the tempo when yeah. you know mm-hmm. when need be. And that's where I think you go and get you go and find like a team like. Um, New Orleans, or uh, even 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 a Memphis, you know. what I'm saying like it, maybe maybe if John Morant has another incident or something like that, you know, what I'm saying they might be interested in the sign and trade or whatever, because they would have similar deals once he gets under contract. The Brown, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of stuff that could happen with his deal. I think the best solution for them would be a sign and trade because ultimately. Five, six years down the road, you're going to be paying a lot of these guys a lot of money. And if they don't have a championship to show for it, it will be a waste because you're not going to have much around them yeah. when it comes I time agree. for them to make buku money on the back end of their contracts. No, that's right. But to piggyback onto the Heat, uh, I don't know if they have any guys coming up for free agency, but they look, uh, even if they, they lose this finals, I think that there'll be a shoe win probably to get right back to the at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, depending on what Boston does and, and, and Milwaukee does in the offseason. Um, but it should be fun. Uh, I do think that Heat have a decent shot at winning this finals to shocking everyone be considering they haven't had no love all playoff long. No love all playoffs. And every every playoffs, I believe they were the underdog. Yeah, but neither has Denver as a number one seed. They got no respect even from us coming out because we thought either the Suns uh, Clippers, Lakers, Warriors were going to Somebody was going, going to knock them off in the conference finals, but it turns out nobody had a shot at the Denver Nuggets. So let's let's go ahead and harp on the Nuggets and move over here to the Western Conference. They did get the Lakers out the way in a clean sweep, wasn't it? In a it? clean sweep. It was uh, the cleanest of sweeps. The third, LeBron's third sweep of his career, unfortunately. It was the first time I felt like I saw LeBron and I was like, this nigga looks old. Like, he looks old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't look like he had that spring in his step. He was still, yeah. I believe, a very good player. I don't think he was dominant yeah but it was i could tell when he had that which game was that when he had 31 in the first half was that game three that was that was that was game four that was game four i was putting all my marbles in yeah and then he came out second half and it was like he didn't even attack the basket till it was seven minutes minutes in i was just like he played the whole first half 
LeBron doesn't have have it to play to go all forty eight in the playoffs anymore. He hadn't done it since he was in the finals with the Cavaliers. Um, he he just doesn't have enough in the tank to give it like a fifty one type performance in the playoffs and 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 drag a team to a win. It just he just doesn't have it in the gas tank anymore. He's clearly now a a two to eighties one, and he just doesn't have the energy or the athleticism, I guess, anymore to carry a subpar roster to a championship. Yeah. At 38 years old, with a sore foot, bum ankle, you know what I'm saying? And that's we, with, and not to cut yeah, you off, ahead, and that's right. with uh, primed Anthony Davis. Yes. Because like, he was, he was, I mean, granted, for, from a scoring aspect, he wasn't as consistent as we would like him to be. But when he was up, he was but up. When he was up, he was up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... For the Nuggets to st- to win four straight and Anthony Davis to have like one of them forty point ass games and shit, like maybe Denver's for real. We yeah. need to stop sleeping. Well, they were. People got to realize this. We were waiting for this team to get healthy since the bubble. Mm-hmm. Remember when Jamal Murray tore his knee and he was going crazy, him and Donovan Mitchell back and forth? Yeah. That team made the, was the conference finals in 2020? Yeah. Yeah. They lost to the and, Lakers. And then lost to the Lakers. So we knew then that this team was tough. Obviously, they go as not only as Jokic goes, but Jokic is going give to give it to you every night. Mm-hmm. But this team wins as long as Jamal Murray goes off. If Jamal Murray goes off, this team is unstoppable. Very much so. And I, I think how, how Jamal Murray scores is so creative Mm -hmm. the way he creates his his shots is very hard to defend so if he's on and that and that one two punch Jokic is on like it's excuse me it's very hard to stop and the threes if if the threes are falling for him easy good luck Miami I mean I know they defend well on the perimeter but you guys got a lot in store I mean the whole starting five can shoot save Aaron Gordon yeah. And even him, he he's known to hit two or three. Michael Porter's never found a shot he didn't like. Oh my gosh, Michael Porter, will. KCP too. KCP is one of them three and D guys or whatever. Like yeah. he's he'll strap you up and he'll still hit three four threes. Um, and I think uh, yeah. and I and I think yeah. with KCP in that Lakers series, he I think he, I think he took that shit personal because you know he was on the team and I think they traded him mid season or some shit. Well, he won a ring with, in the bubble with them. He was the he was the like the second best player for real. Really? Yeah, in that finals. I don't remember then. I don't remember. Yeah, because he was hooping for real. And KCP was like, and that earned him a con, a, con, a a good deal leaving uh, afterward. Um, because Denver's got really good depth. They got him. They got Bruce Brown. They've got who else coming off the bench? Uh, that's see, and that they don't have good depth, bro. They don't. Well, they do, but they don't. They don't play them for whatever. Mike Malone. I mean, that means that they're not good. It's, it's not good depth. If you if you play your starters for thirty seven plus minutes a game, and it's literally only two people. It's literally Bruce Brown and Christian Brown coming off yeah. the bench. There's uh, and uh, what's his name. Jeff Green from time to time. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I don't I don't think I've seen any unless they unless they're blowing the team out. I haven't seen any other player mm-hmm. like in real rotation. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think they have a deep 
playoff rotation. I just think the starting five is that good, and they've been that good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jamal Murray found the perfect time to like take his game from here to here because yeah. like regular season he was hooping, but god damn, he took yeah. his shit up a whole nother level. And we've seen him do that before. Like I mentioned, yeah. a reference to bubble um, in 2020. Mm-hmm. But he's, I think he just found his swagger again. He found the mojo Absolutely. again, and then he's At the not perfect time. Yeah, he's not as scared to to dribble. Or, I mean, or to cut or to jump or to run off that knee. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's found his confidence again. And obviously, the shots are falling, and he's, you know, f- been facilitating and penetrating well. So, my whole thing is, what if that was all? What if that was all part of the plan? Like, I feel like Jamal Murray probably could have been been started doing this maybe weeks maybe weeks before the playoffs started. But I maybe. Think- I think he was chilling. I, and then I didn't he think he decided to turn it on. Turn it the fuck on, like that. You know shit. these guys can. They do have an on off switch sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part. So I mean, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Like, let's go matchup by matchup here. Okay. Point guard. Uh, you talking about in the finals? Yeah. Yeah. Point guard. We got Gabe Vincent versus. Is it KCP running the point? Murray. Jamal Murray running the point. Yeah. Okay. So KCP versus Jamal Murray. No, 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 Vincent versus Murray. I'm sorry, Vincent versus Jamal Murray. Yeah, I think obviously Jamal Murray has the advantage there. Yeah, a little taller, can facilitate better, can shoot better. Um, Although Gabe Vincent is, you know, showing dog. his way. He is the very he's much so. Again, on paper, there's no reason why Denver should lose, but Miami has gotten this. On paper, there's Miami should have lost every series. Yeah. Well, outside of the next one, they should have lost every series, but they didn't. So I just want to see what type of def- like we saw, like I mentioned earlier, the zone defense in the Boston series. What defensive wrinkles are they going to throw at Denver to kind of throw Jokic off and Murray off? Because well, Jokic is is he's going to be kind of planted in the middle if they run that that two three zone again. Mm. If you go man to man. We've already been saying that he's going to probably obliterate Bam Adebayo. He's going to cook that man. He's probably going to average a triple double, if not close to a triple double. Oh no, he's definitely regardless of what defense they play, he's going to average a triple. He's going to. I, I believe. I, so. I don't think he'll average a triple double. I think he'll get really close though. He'll probably fall a, a sister too shy. Um, Jamal Murray, I, I don't. I think he may thrive if they throw that 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 two three zone at him too, because that that swing and kick game, and then that's just going to leave. Guys like we said, KCP and Michael, Michael Porter, Porter, who never found a three that they didn't like. So these guys are, as long as they're proficiently shooting the ball, they'll probably be good there. Yeah. Um, at, at the two, you've got you got Butler, and then you've got uh, is KCP going to be starting for the Nuggets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a starter. Starter. Okay. So you got those two. Who he's off, he's a good defender, but he's not great. But he he can give. I guess Jimmy a challenge, but it wouldn't be. He's not a. He's not the type of guy to go out there Who? and stop your best guy. KCP. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. He's a great defender. He's a good he's defender a, though. He's a good defender. He's not a great defender. Great defender. Yeah. Jimmy's still gonna get his for sure. For sure. I think. Uh, I think the matchup that I'm excited to see is Caleb Martin and Michael Porter because mm-hmm. I just think both of those are like. We know what Jokic is going to do. We know what Murray is going to do. We know what Jimmy is going to do. We know what Caleb Martin is supposed to do. We know what Michael Porter is supposed to do. And they've both been key figures in mm-hmm. their respective teams during this respective run. I, I think that those are the factors in like uh, determining who wins this series because 
They're going to have to be on. And we're going to have to assume Jamal Murray and Jokic is going to be on that shit. Because Porter, he can be amazing, but sometimes he, like... He's very up and down sometimes. Very up and down. You know, and Caleb Martin has at least proven he can be a two... He, mm. he can be a Robin to Jimmy to to, to, to uh, Jimmy Butler. Now that, the, now that the lights are the brightest, can he continue that? Mm-hmm. Can he... Because if... Because I'm telling you now... First of all, Caleb Martin is the reason... In my opinion, they won that Boston series because of his scoring, right. because of his tenacity. Like they don't win the series. Well, I don't think you realize how close it was for the Eastern Conference Finals uh, MVP votes. It was really? split almost down the middle, and then the side vote went to Jimmy Butler. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Caleb. Yeah. So if he can keep it up, I think that that will be the biggest factor in determining who 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 win this series. So that's that's my matchup of the week, matchup of the series, if you will. I like that. Um, I obviously think the matchup is going to be at center. Bam Adebayo, second team all defense for a reason. Jokic, you know, back-to-back MVPs before this season. Like, is he going to manage, going to be able to manage to control any aspect of Jokic's game defensively? No. Like, is he going to be able to stop his shooting, no. his rebounding? No. Can he slow down it? Like, he's not going to be able to box him out? Nothing? No. I, I, I don't think so. I think I think Bam has a shot to affect. I'm not saying he's going to stop Jokic, but I definitely think he has a shot to affect his game and throw him off to where he may have a 12, 10, 8 game, in, close to a triple-double, but it's still not as dominant on a statistical standpoint as we've seen from him. I think if Adebayo is the primary defender on Jokic, there will be tough nights. But overall, I just don't – I like – Jokic just finished playing against Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is regarded as top three shot blockers in the game. Mm-hmm. And when he's on his game, he's considered a top defender in the league. Right. There's a specific play that I, that, that just keeps on ringing back in my head. Jokic catches the ball like semi-baseline on like the left side and proceeds to drive and just mm-hmm. move the fuck. You talking about the, the down the stretch of that down the game? stretch, bro? Down, yeah. you know what exactly yeah. I'm talking about. And he, it seems like he like basically bullies his way to yeah. the to the. He gave, him, he gave him like two or three shoulders, bro. Yeah, he, he got right to the cup. Got right to the cup, and I'm just like, bro. Not to compare Anthony Davis to Bam because I think Bam is still a better defender, mm-hmm. but. Anthony Davis got size. At the end of the day, this game is about size. Mm-hmm. What the fuck can Adebayo do with Jokic? I'm pretty sure he got a solid 100 pounds on this man. Mm. What can he do? And the best part about Jokic is you take away his scoring, fine. He's yeah. going to have 20 assists. Yeah. He's going to have 20 He's going to impact the game He's, in other areas. That's the best yeah. part of Jokic. Oh, fine. I don't, I don't, and, and he doesn't care to score. Right. He's not like these other superstars where they need the 25, they need the 30. He, he like, bro. I will pass this, pass this rock every time I walk down the fucking cup. Mm-hmm. I don't care. So it's just like when you're dealing with a player that's so selfless selfless like that but can still give you 50, mm-hmm. that's scary, bro. That is very scary. That's scary, bro. That's all, yeah. So and he's, he's, I think I think overall Bam is going to have his moments, but Bam is going to get shitted on. That's my bold prediction. Yeah, I don't think he gets shitted on, but I think he does try his best and he, he gives Jokic a challenge, but I think ultimately Jokic wins the matchup. Um, 
and probably goes on to win MVP. You know, if mm-hmm. if it's 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 Jokic or nothing. But if Jamal Murray has one of those dominant games and they end up beating these guys in like five games, he's gonna have to score between twenty five and thirty points in each of those wins for them to be pretty secure in those wins. Exactly, I believe so. Because if the Nuggets are dominant. Jamal Murray is scoring 25-plus points, and they're running away with a victory. Right. All right, so prediction time. Uh, nuggets for the both of us? Like, <laughs> is it looking like that? Uh, you talking about for the, like, for, like, the, for the finals? Who wins the shit? Who wins the who wins? I'm the, going with Miami in seven. Or Miami in six, actually. Word? As much as we've just finished praising the Denver Nuggets and me saying that I don't think Jokic can do anything with Bam, for some reason, I just think this this specific Heat roster is built to win this championship. It's just their championship to win. And the number one thing that I feel like will get them there is something that I've continued to say, the heart and determination. That will never come in a, come in a box score or a stat sheet. But the way these niggas play with so much hunger, with so much like, um, um, urgency. I just feel like, again, it's their it's their ring to lose. Denver's obviously the better team, but I just feel like Hemi Butler finds a way to get it done. Yeah, I'm going with Denver in six. Um, okay, just because I feel like Jokic is is like pretty unstoppable right now. Um, they're. Like you, like you said, like they go as Jamal Murray goes, and I think he he comes out and he has a flat out dominant finals here. Uh, Jimmy Butler's probably going to be on him on and off for the most part throughout this series. I don't think he slows him down enough. Yeah, give me give me Demir in six. Okay, I respect that. But obviously, I like I. It's all going to be for me personally. I feel like the matchup is going to be hindering down on Jokic and Bam. Them going back and forth. And if Bam's going to take any pride to do anything back at Jokic and try to take advantage of his slow feet defensively, and that that's going to be huge too. It'll be huge. And also, something that is going to be also huge in my opinion, they have officially cleared Hero for basketball activities. And they're saying he may could start for game he may, two. Game three. Game three, they said yeah. He, he might be back for game three. So if he comes back, yeah. That could also put another wrinkle in, you know, how they want to defend, who they're going to defend. But I also think if I were Miami, I would I would just see how game one goes because they've been juggling without Hero. And at this mm-hmm. point, like, you don't want to mess up a good thing. Of course, Hero can make them better, but I just feel like the playoffs, bro, like, once you got something, is. It's just like I don't, I don't, I don't want to mess it up potentially or whatever. Right. And I know Hero wants his shots. I know he wants to get back in the game, mm-hmm. but I think I don't think you should go to him unless you need to throw a wrench. Unless you, unless y'all yeah. down three, three, three to two, yeah, and y'all yeah. need to win the game type shit. Fine, or you need a spark or something. You need a spark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you go into Denver tonight and win game one, I'm shutting I'm shutting Hero down. I'm not playing simply because we got the formula. Mm-hmm. We got the formula, and it has nothing to do with you. Like I don't want I don't want you to come in and force up shots because you feel like you got to get your shots back in. Right. And now we're wasting possessions because you're trying to practice and shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Like, yeah. If they win game one, I don't think Hero plays. And I think that's why Brogdon didn't play like game seven. Facts. Yeah. And and how and and why he didn't really play at all since like game three. From yeah. The, 
He only played like 12, 13 minutes and yeah. didn't even score like that. I yeah. apparently had, he, had, he had like a forearm injury. Yeah, he had a forearm injury, but the when he was playing, it was it wasn't good. So, but you're right that that I see the same thing kind of foreseeing for Tyler Hero. Exactly. Uh, any other thoughts going into the going into the finals? We are starting tonight, so this will be out Friday morning. We'll see who has won Game One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, 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 no, nah, no. I think it's going to be a great series. I think it's going to be a highly anticipated series, and and they already have a little bit of history there with you know Jokic. Brutally shoving, uh, brutally shoving Markeith Morris and that whole beef going down. Yeah, he got cut earlier this year, right? He did get cut. Yeah, he did get cut earlier this year, so he won't be able to get his revenge necessarily. But I know most of the most of that roster was is still there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's the only wrinkle I can think of as far as like outside noise or like whatever it may have you. But yeah, no, nah, I think it's. I think overall, it's going to be a great series. Yeah, these have been two heavily doubted teams coming into these playoffs, and and just very unlike. I like years like this where we don't know what's going to happen yeah. because the four years where we had Warriors, Cavs in the finals, it was too predictable. We knew these these two teams was going to make going to make the finals. We just didn't know how. You know? And what's crazy is I think that's a testament to how good both of those teams were right. during that time. Absolutely. To to, to to it be for it to be a foregone conclusion before game one even starts, starts yeah that these two teams are going to make it to the finals and they did it for four years mm-hmm. straight like and I then think, the, and then when the Warriors got KD you just knew the Warriors were going to win the finals it was just a matter of how at that no, point yeah like it was like it was a four it's a foregone conclusion you got the best shooter yeah. in the world you got the best player potentially of all time like yeah nah that shit was crazy yeah it's been it's been a really long playoff run with this playing game tournament but I'm trying to get used to it uh, obviously it's going to be a great finals uh, we got to harp on a little bit of NFL news before we go DeAndre Hopkins is obviously a free agent now where's the best D-Hop. fit for him uh, he's one of my he is one of my favorite receivers in the league Absolutely, consistently dominant um, finds himself on my fantasy roster f- every few years Where does where's the next location for him I know he wants to play with a solid quarterback um, and a good defense, and he wants to go somewhere where there's a solid GM in place. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I think a good landing destination will probably be the Jets. They got a deep receiver room right now, and a bunch of young guys as well. You remember they just signed Randall Cobb as well. I know, I know. That's not saying that, but I'm saying, <laughs> but you ain't got but so much, so many roster spots. I'm you saying know what I mean? if Hopkins wanted to go to New York, then I'm pretty sure they would be fine with cutting Cobb. Yeah, in a fucking heartbeat. But yeah, I think uh, I think the Jets. Um, I think Kansas City could use him. I think obviously Baltimore can use him. Um, but again, even with Odell there, even with Odell, like okay. who, who 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 else they got a receiver outside of Odell? Um, Rashad Bateman, who be they got Bateman, who literally plays three three four games a season and gets injured. So yeah. we're not, I'm not even counting him. And then um, they drafted a guy too, so we'll see how he performs. Yeah, so I mean, look, as far as downfield t- uh, threats, as far as like passing threats, I think Lamar can use as much as. For as me personally, if I'm him, I'm I would I would stay in the NFC just because it's going to be an easier route to the championship. How so? Because look at all the powerhouses are in the AFC. The Chiefs? The Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, the Ravens. Are the Bills a powerhouse? Let's talk about it. Are the Bills a real powerhouse? Or 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 did the media do such a good job at boosting this team up like they was them niggas <laughs> only for them to falter yeah. to my man Joey B? 
Well, they're a good team. They're a good team uh, because they're they had a good, good, good defender. There's missed a few key pieces. They need a run game, and they need the quarterback to play a little more consistently. I think the NFL media does a like does a terrible job at like covering up who they feel like their favorite is. Like all last season, it was supposed to be Bills, Bills versus whoever. Bills Chiefs. Yeah, Bills. Yeah. Bills. Like they're not who we thought they were. Yeah. And Obviously. that's okay. They are a good, good team. They are very, but they're not a great team. Okay, the Chiefs are a better team. Still got the you still, but you still have the 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 Jets who are going to contend as well. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying there's there's a lot of teams, and you still have the Chargers, Broncos. You know that whole division. Chargers are trash. Broncos are trash. Stop. All right, bro. We're gonna see who's gonna. You, be hold on, time out. You think the Broncos are a powerhouse? I think, I think they're going to be a lot better with Sean Payton as the head coach. Yes, I do. I think they're going to be an 11 win team next year, bro. Nathaniel Hackett was a terrible coach, but at the but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, these are football players and they they need to make plays. Yeah. I Russell agree. Wilson was terrible on the field. Yeah. Now, he's a he's a great quarterback from what we know, but if last year was any indication, I don't think My thing is my thing is he he, he needs Russell Wilson's thing was he wants to be more solidified as a pocket passer. The ultimate pocket passer was Drew Brees, head coach Sean Payton. He got him what he wanted in New Orleans, set up in terms of an offense and a quick passing game that I think will be will benefit a guy like Russell Wilson. Because as long as he could just see a read, see his guy, first reads open, boom, if not second reads open, boom, then I take off. He just wasn't doing that. He just was so confused. Okay, the hesitant. He didn't know how to play. He wasn't comfortable doing that because he's always been so off script. And I feel like if Sean Payton hones him in, brings it and simplifies it for him, it's going to be a much better. It's going to be a Pro Bowl year for Russell. Wilson. I just feel like you put you're putting way too much blame on the coaches. Like I feel like last season, and also their line was terrible. They was, fixed this was offensive so line. abysmal. It was just so. Ab- Did they fix it? Well, they they made some adjustments. They ain't fix it. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you ain't fix your old line, Russell Russell still is still gonna be sacked. He's still gonna be running for his life. Um, will what's his face be ready? Uh, Javante Williams to start the season because I know he fucked up his ACL. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Like, probably though. Yeah, no, I don't see the Broncos as a powerhouse. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I think they'll be competitive for the. But as far as the AFC is concerned, I don't. Outside of the Chiefs. Any team can get it, bro. I don't see no real, like, real. I mean, everybody's kind of harping on the Jets. I don't think that they're going to be The Jets got crazy. I think so, because the Jets have always had the defense. They've just been so abysmal on offense. They've been terrible. They have a tough schedule, and I don't think, and you got to remember, Aaron Rodgers was, was what, 8-9, 9-8 last year? They were were a mid-ass team. Yeah, because they, because... Because they were a mid-ass team. But he was also playing mid-ass football, too. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. To begin the year, he was, for sure. But he ended extremely strong. I believe he ended strong. But you're going to need and more than that to win with this Jets they roster. They didn't though. have... Again, you you just said a, f- a few minutes ago that Jets have receivers. They drafted a receiver as well. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Jets defense has... It's always been good. It's been always been good. good. And they got better last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So based on that logic, based on the fact that the Patriots seem, seem seems like they have regressed and Miami, we don't know 
if Tua is going to fully develop into the quarterback, we yeah, need I him to be. About Miami too, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a. I think that's that, what I'm saying. It's gonna be it's gonna be a ju- a juggle, a, a toss up in the AFC because depending on injuries and quarterbacks, it's gonna be a toss up. But you but no no you said you would rather DeAndre Hopkins go to the. Oh, oh, sorry. Stay, stay in the NFC because the AFC got too many powerhouses. I'm just trying to let, yeah. help you understand. It's not. It's just teams that are really good. Teams, I don't think that they're. Well, they got a lot of. They got a lot of competition. Let's just put it that way. But so does the NFC, though. The NFC. Who's? I mean, you got Eagles. You got the Eagles. You got Dallas. As much as I hate it, you got Dallas. We know Dallas is not going to be there at the end. No, they're not. Next. Okay, we got Dallas. We got Philadelphia. Minnesota. Got bounced by the Giants in the first round. They are who we thought they were. A mid-ass team. Next. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's mid-teams on both sides of the ball. Okay, but I'm saying but they're more better, more teams with more potential in the AFC than it is the NFC. That's what I'm trying to do. There's more... Shit teams in the NFC than there are the AFC. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying the easier route would be NFC. I was thinking if he doesn't end up in Kansas City, he'd probably end up in a place like New Orleans because we don't know what Michael Thomas is going to do. Their car is a decent quarterback. They have a pretty good defense. But if this nigga's trying to win, why the fuck would he go to New Orleans? Because he would he would make New Orleans. And then you could also get paid. What do you mean he would make New Orleans? What I'm saying mean? like he would be the guy, and he would he would he would be the guy that takes them over the hump. But I don't so I, so I think DeAndre Hopkins has has officially entered his wide receiver two phase. I officially so there was a there was a there was a what do you mean by wide receiver two? There phase? was a report coming out that he can't really run like that no more. His knees is basically shot or whatever. Okay, and I just feel like. Wherever DeAndre goes, this will be his last major contract. And I, sure. I don't think that he's elite wide receiver one status anymore. Oh, brother. Is that is that an old brother take? Yes, very much. Really? So. Yes. Okay. This man has been nothing but dominant the last so year. The reason why this man he got suspended six, for seven games. I'm saying. Because he was trying to take them sports and hands and drugs. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, what that got to do with your hands? It has everything to do with your Stop. <laughs> Stop. Okay, no, you're right. But you also need your legs. You need your Right, speed. you're right. You need, no, no, I'm just You I'm need fooling. the separation. I'm fooling, I'm fooling <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Nigga, just throw it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? This nigga coming down with it, bro. Nah, also, uh, you know, they were talking about the, the, the re- reuniting him and Deshaun in Cleveland with him and Amari Cooper, which would be a nice tandem as well. That would be well. crazy. That would be a nice tandem but that's, as well. But that's also in the, in the, in the AFC. AFC. But yeah, but I'm saying, if you want to win and you want it to be somewhere with a good quarterback, my, uh, I, I hate to say it, it would be New Orleans or, yeah. But who was a good a good quarterback in New Orleans? They have Derek Carr, but he's, he's better than what they had the last two years. Derek Carr is like, is like a watered-down version of Kirk Cousins, and that is crazy They're about the say. same, for real. No. No. Kirk Cousins. You taking Kirk over Derek Carr? Every single day of the week. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> because at least, at least you know. <laughs> look, I've known Kirk Cousins well enough to know within the span of a season, Kirk Cousins is going to give you a yeah, six, six, game, a six seven week. You would think this nigga is Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. You can't say that about Derek Carr. Derek Carr will give you two or three big games, but for the most part, when it counts, you can count on him to not do the shit. Like for real. Derek Carr is just not it, bro. And my thing is he does just enough to to get these big contracts. Like, he yeah. throws just mm-hmm. enough. He has enough Wins. winning plays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But overall, he's not a winner. Yeah. I agree. Nobody's looking at New Orleans to win a ring. Like, 
under fucking Derek Carr's tutelage? Hell no. But you got to um, remember, this team was very competitive last year, even when they had Taysom Hill and Andy Dalton. So They were competitive in a shitty division. Very true. Let's talk about it. They were competitive. I mean, it's going to be even shittier this year. That's what, but, but with no Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That's why they thinking they could compete in the division. Y'all division is trash. Trash, yes, Goodness bro. gracious. We're the worst in the league. Yeah, I don't even know who is going to win that division. That's why. I'm yeah. Well, it's not going to be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to be horrible. Baker? Hey, he looked he looked pretty good at last last few games. Have in, you um, seen his throws in training camp today? I have not. He's been missing wide open guys. I have not. I have not. With no defense. So, not. him or Kyle Trash, then you've got the rookie in Carolina. We have the most solid roster in terms of of offense and defense. Mm. We just don't have the, the the quarterback, but the quarterback is has yet to, to prove himself. I mean, yet. he played a few games. He played four games, but he's yet to throw an interception. Desmond Ritter. Completion percentage has been over sixty percent. Thinking dunk action. I mean, <laughs> how, niggas used to say the same about Drew Brees, but Get he, it how you but Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. Come on, man. He dinked and dunked his way to five thousand yards every year. I wouldn't say that. No, now you are to say to say Drew Brees dinked and no, bro, no, no, no. I'm not maybe saying. The, I'm not saying that. Maybe the saying, tell end of tell his end of Drew, Drew Brees. Was no, I'm not going to. I'm not going dis- to. I, I, I know he's a saint. I'm not going to disrespect Drew Brees like that because he's the only quarterback to throw for five thousand yards multiple, multiple times. seasons. Yeah, I'm not going to disrespect him like that. But uh, you know, what the fuck? Like this, we're not, you're not going to Tampa Bay's ass, Carolina. And then you got New Orleans, who yeah, that's, that's the, the defense really is still stout. Kamara's got his issues; he may get arrested. Uh, you know, oh, it's kind of up in the air in the South. That's why I'm so confident that the Falcons have a legitimate shot yeah. to win this division. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I feel that. I have a feeling we might make the playoffs. Anything else you want to add? Because I know NFL's man, it's five fucking months away. Yeah, NFL is months away. Um, outside of the Commanders lost their uh, trademark. Yeah, they may have to change. So we don't even know what the fuck is going to be next season. You don't even know, but you did get a new owner. Thank God. Shout us out. The dark days of Daniel Snyder have come to an end. Um, We we you had what two playoff wins in his regime? Two playoff wins in our whole regime since he since he in '89. He took over. Bro, I'm just glad that it's over. I'm glad that we get to see the light. I feel like this is going to be a good year for the com- – I don't even know what to, Question. What, what to call them. We live down the street from FedEx Field. If we they sure take the, st- the, the commanders and move them down to Northern Virginia, are you still going to be a fan? Because that's more than likely what's going to happen. They, they will have played in every – Piece of the tri the tri state. It'll area. be the officially. You might as well just call them the DMV, DMV, D, you know, DMV Commanders or whatever. Like I think that would be a better suited because they if they move to Northern Virginia, man, I don't know how I'm gonna feel about that. I mean, I'm gonna still be a fan. I don't know if I'm gonna be, be able to go to any of their games. Yeah. What's crazy is a lot of our fans do come from from Northern Virginia. Virginia so yeah. The the consistent fans. The consistent fans, anyway. So yeah. So I mean. I'm more so happy that we got rid of Dan Snyder. So the dark cloud has been lifted. Mm-hmm. I want to see how we perform. I want to see how Chase Young does. Like, What a flip for Daniel. He paid $800 million for this team back in 89, sold it for seven Bs, six Bs, six and a half billion. Flip it good. You're talking about a 700% profit, bro. 
what a slime ball. He's just going to rest on his morals and his billions just no. for the rest of his days. Cash out. Cash me outside. Man. Um, out. Dark days. All right. Enjoy the finals, guys. We'll be back uh in a couple in a week or so for our next episode talking about uh, whoever's your finals winner, and then of course uh, football coming up, and then way too early finals MVP. Real quick, uh, give me Murray, Jamal Murray. Yeah, wow. Like I said, as as he goes, the Denver Nuggets go. I'm gonna go with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I, 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 I still think the Heat win. Hemi Butler. Okay. Hemi. We'll see. Timothy. Uh, appreciate you guys. Yes, uh, Make sure you listen. like, comment, subscribe. We'll catch you next time. Oh brother. Peace.